This is Opposite Attractions, Season 2, Episode 9, Scales and Arpeggios. The challenge? A dragon-themed attraction. Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the happiest podcast on earth. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Adventurers Club wannabe himself, Jim Murphy! Hello, and welcome to my new show, Pass Fast. Murph! I'm, I'm Murph! trying to get something out, man. I'm trying to do my new show, my podcast within a podcast called Pass Fast, about r- rides I would, Wait, never, I would never in a million years ride. It's called Pass Fast, because that's all wait, I would do is what? walk past them fast. Oh, so wait, this is no longer, this isn't Opposite Attractions anymore. You no, know, it's just, this it's the show thing. within a show of Opposite Attractions. It's called Pass Fast. I think oh. I've been over this four times now. Oh. It's about, so it's, it's called Pass Yeah, it's called Pass, pass Fast, because it was things I would walk by very fast if I saw them in the real world. Uh, and uh, for our inaugural, I would like to talk about the Time Traveler. Which is in, uh, which is a roller coaster that is in your favorite place, Branson, Missouri. Oh hell yeah, man! Uh, apparently, I, I came, I saw this, and I didn't realize that it was actually opening. Like I think it opened on Monday. Uh, it is yeah. a, <laughs> it is the world's tallest, fastest, and steepest spinning roller coaster. No, fuck so that. Hell so no. you know how like a wild mouse. It's literally like four wild mouse cars on a roller coaster track. It has a ninety degree drop. Uh, that is uh, wait a ninety degree drop. Yes, the first drop is of ninety degrees, which is apparently not the farthest you can go because I think there's one that's opening in New Jersey that's one hundred and twenty two degrees or some shit. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently, okay, so this this is I'm reading from the press release for this. Uh, it is the it is the fastest because it goes 50 miles an hour. Uh, it's yeah. the steepest because of the nine degrees. Uh, it's the tallest. It's a hundred feet tall because you Jesus know Christ. it has three inversions. <laughs> because really, and you're spinning. Yeah, you're spinning during this. Uh, I don't know how often you spin, but you do spin. I watched, and the thing is, they put up a video showing like see, it was like a computer rendering of like the track but you don't spin in the video it just shows the track and i feel like that isn't very uh, representative it's not representative of what you're actually doing uh and yeah Yeah. apparently it actually has a double launch meaning that at the beginning you go from zero to 47 miles an hour in three seconds then at some other point in the ride you go from 30 to 45 in three and a half seconds so i guess there is a second place Holy shit. a second place where you have a where you actually speed up kind of like i'm assuming the end of test track speeds up yeah um yeah it's at silver dollar city in branson and i i watch video of like it running and yes it looks exactly like it sounds it is a spinning roller it, like you were going forward and then also spinning in a circle and yeah, that is a giant shit. fuck no. knows what that is for me um see i when when you brought up this concept, I thought you just meant rides, like because this still seems like a, a a ride that people could enjoy, like not a shittily done ride. It, uh, which is wh- the weird what, the thing I thought was weird about this was that the company that's making that made it was founded in 1780, and that doesn't ma- my brain doesn't process that correctly. 
Well, see, that was some of my favorite roller coasters were those early 1780 models. Those were fantastic. But no, I thought you were talking about shitty rides like when I went to Gatlinburg and I passed by the Jurassic Jungle Boat ride, which is in Pigeon Forge, and it's just a building. Like, it's just this (laughs) big building. And, you know, like a theme park, you're like, oh, I could see, like, this building being inside a theme park and it being, like, nicely done. No, you pass by, like, fucking the comedy barn and all that, and a Walmart, and then there's just a fucking really shitty version of Dinosaur out there because that's all it is. It's literally Dinosaur. If the lights went out in Dinosaur... They used too many fog effects, and the animatronics started melting away their flesh <laughs> like Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> oh, I'm sure people will enjoy this. It is just, eh, but I won't. So that's what I'm saying there. Yeah, I know for a fact. I mean, like, cause I I like a good roller coaster. The 90 degree drop seems bad to I, me. I also, the fact- while I was looking up this, I saw a thing of like basically um, stuff that like no other coasters have. And yeah. one of them is called a scorpion tail. And it is some coaster. Is- I can't remember where it is. But basically, you go to the end, you go through a vertical loop, and then you go up a half of a vertical loop, basically, like, outside of the one you just did. And when you get to the top yeah. and you're upside down, it stops. And then you go <laughs> backwards. And it, it stops, and that's where you have to get off. It, that's it the stops the upside ride. down, and then you go through the whole ride again backwards. And I saw that and I went, no, no, I don't care if those brakes are perfect. I don't know. No, I think I can handle that more than I can handle the spinning because I, I'm like, I fear no man. I fear. It literally looks like they took the, 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 uh, the ride cars from Triceratops spin and just put them on a roller coaster track. Well, when you brought up it being called the time traveler, I was like, wait, hold on. Don't they already have something like that in fucking Dino land USA? (laughs) Because I've wrote it, and that ride is garbage, too. They have some... There, There is... I, I didn't really read the story of everything, like, why yeah. it was called that, and I don't have that in this press release, but, um, it, it has... I mean, there is I, a reason for it. I just don't know what it is. Well, I mean, it's probably easy to thematically work in the concept of time travel, so, like, you're spinning around... In fact, hold on, I'm gonna work that <laughs> into my ride. My, mine is now... Uh, it's actually a 15, 50, well, one miles per hour is how fast this one goes. It's a 91 degree drop. Uh, it's going to be yeah, absolutely when, fantastic. Yeah, when I saw it, like, because they were talking about the, the video I watched was talking about, like, oh, it's nine degrees. And then they're like, oh, there's one in, like, California that's 116. And it's like, but that's not going to be the worst one. The worst one's this other one that's in, that's 120. And I'm like, no, no, that's, that's bad. Yeah. You shouldn't be making an S How? in the air. Yeah. Okay. Worst ride you've ever ridden, go. Like Yours is probably going to be worse than mine. Worst in terms of... like Not being scared. Just shitty. Just bad just, ride. Oh, man. Uh, I haven't rode a lot of... See, the first one comes to mind, I didn't ride, but Blake talked about it in one of, like, the first episodes of A Load of BS, and it's that the, weird fucking Dolly Parton yeah, fire, fire ride. Fire. <laughs> we made fun of that so much. I think yeah, I was on that episode. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was it was a pretty rough ride. Um, oh, I'm trying man. to think like if there's any Disney rides that are particularly. The only one that comes, it's not called Triceratops Spin. Isn't the roller coaster in Dino City? Yeah, is it? yeah, that's the one that's it's the it's a wild mouse essentially. Yes. Oh, okay. and I can't remember what the What's other the... one's called that's over there. I know there's another the one. Ro- the roller coaster? No, there's another. I feel like there's another ride in Dino Land, and that I can't in uh in Chester and Hester's Dino Rama. Oh, but I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. what it is. It's like a spinner or something. Yeah, well, I mean, the ride, the worst ride I've ever ridden is definitely that shitty roller coaster in Dino Land USA that I think gave me whiplash three times and five concussions. But I mean, I was like, I'm able to handle like the most vicious roller coaster at Universal Studios, but this is the one that pops my my oh. left hip. I don't, I don't like, I don't like Winnie the Pooh. Can I just go with that? <laughs> Now, two, yeah, hold on. The best part about Winnie the Pooh is the fact that the first time I rode it, firstly, I had to wait in the line for Winnie the Pooh. Not good. And so then after going and waiting through the fucking line, I'm like, this is going to be a good ride if it was worth waiting this long for. And then just rain happens. And I'm like, oh, this is the joyous fucking land <laughs> the, of Winnie the Pooh. The and original, now a storm is happening. The original River of Time in Mexico at Epcot was pretty bad. Oh, like yeah, putting yeah. putting cartoon characters in helps it at least a little, but the original was pretty mm. bad. I, I mean, I think Winnie the Pooh is a good choice because it's the only ride where a beloved animated character fucking dies, and then you go through this weird. You see his soul leave his. He, he body goes to sleep. Then... Thank you very much. He is asleep. No, no, I've seen it, Jim. He dies. Then we go on an acid trip where a fucking vapor blows an O-ring in our face. Oh, man. Then we leave, and then apparently Jesus came back and revived Pooh, and then everything's happy. And it moves too fast for me to read the book, like, the fucking pages <laughs> of the book that's everywhere. I just wanted to read the book, but it wouldn't let me. Um, so, Jim... Jim, other, the, Jim. I do have some Hello. other news if we want to get to it. Um, okay, yeah. Disney-related yeah. news. Okay. Um, uh, apparently, at Typhoon Lagoon, they're going, and this this uh, ties into last week. To, uh, apparently, at Typhoon Lagoon, they're going to do an event of featuring uh, Party Source Rex, which was apparently a two, 2012 Toy Story short film where Rex oh, okay. caused like had like a bath party or something because he was he was re- apparently he he didn't want to get in trouble. So he stopped everybody, all the toys from having fun. And then he realized like, well, that's no fun. So he tried to go 180 degrees the other way. And he yeah. just became like a, a, a psychopath that was trying to party. But the best part about that is so party source. Other Rex, than I think, a fucking creepy, other than a creepy plastic dinosaur saying, come on, let's party kids. Well, party source Rex in the, if, ba- if, in, if, in the bathtub. If, uh, if the set if if Tyrannosaurus Sax is half Kenny G, half T Rex, Partysaurus Rex is half T Rex and half Guy Fieri. <laughs> um, yes. But um, the best part is when I Welcome looked this up, di- I didn't. I didn't <laughs> realize. Welcome to Dino Strivers in time. I I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize um like that Partysaurus Rex was a movie, and I clicked on the link in Wikipedia, and it showed the poster like thing yeah. for it and at the top the tagline is what's up fishes <laughs> i was hoping that it was gonna be he's a half dinosaur and half cocaine 
So Jim, um, the other thing is, I have another thing. The other thing that and this this is upsetting to a lot of people today is that apparently Disney's going to start charging people to stay overnight at their resorts to park. Oh fuck that! Hell no. Anywhere oh, between thirteen yeah. and forty dollars, depending on the hotel yeah, you're at. I'm good. So, uh, so Jim Murphy, this is a podcast where clearly we're the only men smart and intelligent enough to build the theme park properly. We know people don't want to pay for parking. We know people don't want a fucking creepy pedophile T-Rex asking their kids to climb in the bath with them. We know that people want the one thing and one thing only, and that's fucking dragons. Yes. And that's why we have our theme park vista it's all about voting, interacting, streaming. It's where you're the star. And uh, this week, I gave you the challenge of a dragon-themed ride. Yeah. But I, I'd like I'd like to step up to the table first. Now, my ride... Luckily, uh, Universal Studios has given it up because my ride's called the Dragon Challenge. <laughs> I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, it's the Dragon Challenge, and if anyone at Universal gets pissed, bring back... I'm holding <laughs> our park ransom to bring back my one of my favorite roller coasters. Um, but the, uh, like, all, all the advertisement for it, like, the big... Uh, if this ride had a slogan, it'd be, Can you crack the code? And so, as, as you go in, you kind of go into, like, this giant computer-filled, like, database, and... Because when I think dragons, I think computers. I think well, I think the Mac well, no, SE. Well, just, it gets better because you start seeing like all of these hackers that the Vista um, hacking team have taken down, and you're just like, "Wow, holy shit! They're hacking! They're they're getting all the hackers." Because you have to assume with a theme park all based around the internet, people are gonna want to try to influence it and hack in. And take control of rides and kill put, people. Put more dicks than are necessary. Yeah, yeah. We're at the line, um, and they want to push it over. Oh man, I gotta work a dick into this one now. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah, I don't have okay. one in mind. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, so you finally get into your cart, and you get greeted by like this, like. You know what? I think it's this raven-haired girl with like blue makeup, and she is like. The anti hacker. That's her name, Auntie Hacker. A U N T Y Hacker. And she is there to protect you guys as you guys go on a mission to defeat the ultimate Vista hacker who is known as the Dragon. Oh shit, dog. And so you get loaded in the cart and you get put into like this. Like, imagine the launch tube for Space Mountain, except instead of getting that weird whoosh, whoosh, you get, like, Matrix code flying by you. So, like, um, like the top of Spaceship Earth. Yeah, yeah, so, like, Spaceship Earth, but forward <laughs> instead of backwards. Well, no, like, and no, and when you go between, oh, before yeah, the moon. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about yes. now. Um, not the, not the Bray Wyatt tube near the end. <laughs> And so no, that's all I want to so, think about now the next time I get on there. Yeah. Oh, I always quietly sing his theme song to myself as I go backwards. Um, it shoots you into like this roller coaster and it kind of just 
moves you around all these different internet bits and bytes and so you're ba it's like spaceship or it's like space mountain except instead of going through space you're going through like internet and databases and stuff until finally boo the card is stabbed by the hacker the dragon just like looks at you and is just like oh you're trying to get me not on my watch swipes his hand and your cart all the carts start going buck wild and crazy like going backwards moving forwards doing all sorts of weird shit until eventually you see it's like super mario 64 where you see the picture of princess peach and you run towards it and except instead of it being peach it's the it's the dragon and you're like oh shit we got to stop the dragon card starts going towards him going towards him going towards him and just like in mario 64 he types in some hacking code gets rid of the track in front of you and then you go down a 91 degree drop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then you go through some more roller coastery bits until finally, um, Auntie Hacker is just like, no, that's it. We're gonna fight back. And now you are in the dragon's lair. And instead of being this nerdy little fat kid that he's been for the rest of the ride, now he's like this big, cool dragon who's actually ready to fight. And so the rest of the ride is you fighting the dragon using the hacker or auntie hackers codes so the whole cart gets to vote on what happens to the dragon so you can like shrink it or change its color or do weird stuff like that to the dragon and you do that three times in a row finally takes down the dragon everyone cheers but oh wait also before this happens so like first two you're just kind of going through these loops twists and turns then the dragon's like fine grabs you by its tail whoops you up into the air which is when you start going up this giant like hill and then your last code you put in you're like yeah we did it but then the tail drops you and you go down another fucking slope and then that's where you uh, finally get into the end of the ride as you come out the other end and you're like we defeated the dragon yeah we turned him purple <laughs> We called him Figment. It's also a fun way to teach people HTML coding. That's, <laughs> this, this is actually a secret coding class. So yeah, that's that's the dragon challenge. Although we could call it chasing the dragon, I guess. <laughs> Remember to close your Everyone brackets, kids. To, yeah, this is called chasing the dragon. After this, you have to go ride the intervention ride. <laughs> Hey, I, I was gonna. I for, I was gonna try last week. I didn't get it in. The, your evicted ride, where you said that uh, all the bad things that the old lady would do uh, to like oh, make damn you it, hate that her. Wasn't a dick and evicted either. Well, yeah, but you had her. You were shooting like white stuff at her at one point, so there was that. Yeah, sure. But I thought one Good of the boy. things that she you would do to show that she was bad was that she would kill John Wick's dog. That way, you could have Keanu Reeves in this part too. <gasps> oh shit! Does every park need Keanu Reeves in it? <laughs> No, I'm just no, but it, it made sense. That's why I thought I was like, "What's, what's the evil shit cut that a lady the end can of the, do?" Cut to the end of the show where Jim's like, "Scotty, you're challenged next week." <laughs> Keanu Reeves, right? No, I have uh, I have a better one uh, than that, but it's uh, you could probably use okay. Keanu Reeves for it. All right, so uh, that was my ride. Would you like to my, crank on down to Chinatown? My uh, my ride is probably the most traditional, uh, more amusement parky ride that i've probably come up with on the show and it's just called dragon but it's with two g's and i and n and an apostrophe 
like like drag and racing an, and an umlaut. <laughs> no, it's not that. Did I lose you? Hello. Yeah. No, okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah. It's it's uh, spelled D R A G G I N apostrophe dragon like drag racing. Yeah. Um. It is a uh, a dueling launch roller coaster. Uh, essentially, it's kind of like Top Thrill Dragster uh, or King to Ka. Have you if you've ever seen those? Yeah. Um, but it's not. It doesn't have a track like that. Like you're not going 500 feet in the air vertical or anything at like 100 yeah. miles an hour. But um, I was fixing to say, Jim, it's a ride with dragon in the title, and then it starts off with a dual launch. I feel like uh, me just calling mine Dragon Challenge is not the biggest <laughs> stealing of ideas we're having so well, far. Well, there, there was, the, the there there is a ride sort of like this, or at least there was. I saw it years and years ago on TV where it was like you against another person and you have like a gas pedal at your feet. Yeah. Um, so it, it does have that element in it. Basically, the idea is that there is... Uh, I don't know if it's either if I want to do either 16 or 20 people in a set of cars like a roller coaster like four or five cars of four people um, but there's you know there's two sides it starts like a drag race but either I don't know if I want to do on like uh, the handles like where you would hold on like for a roller coaster or to actually put pedals on the floor because you know handicap reasons um, oh yeah Basically, there would be there would be a red pedal and a green pedal or buttons or whatever. And so it would start the way like a drag race starts with like the lights going down. And uh, basically, when it gets to green, everybody has to put their foot down. And like based on which car does that quicker, better, whatever, you race out. And uh, it, it, it goes into a uh, what is called a Top Gun stall inversion. Which is basically like one track is on the bottom and one track is directly above it upside down. Oh, fuck yes. It only apparently exists in one roller coaster in the world. Uh, yeah. But because it's only for dueling coasters. So, so you do that and then you come to a 90 degree bank and like there's a point where like there's a sign or there's something that says you need to hit the brake or you're going to have a problem. And if nobody hits the brake like it, it will basically automatically break you but it will slow you down so that the other car can like get ahead of you like oh, okay. if you don't do it right like you have to do it right to kind of keep yourself like it'll it'll still keep both carts both sets like pretty close together kind of like uh radiator springs racers yeah and, but the idea is like you have to follow what they're telling you to do with your pedals or your buttons to hopefully one of you like one of one one of the sets of cars will win, but basically you go around the night the uh this hundred and eighty degree like sideways bank turn where you're supposed to quote unquote slow down, and then you speed up again and you do another Top Gun inversion, but now it's the other side. So basically both sides get to have the inversion, but mm-hmm. one's on the way out, one's on the way back, and then there's like a finish line at the end. So it's not super long. It's not super. It's it's fa- it's going to be fast. I don't know like what kind of speed you could do. But yeah. it's it's kind of like in that top throw dragster thing where the literally the ride lasts like forty five seconds and it's basically going out and coming back in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you don't, yeah, see, we yeah. could always. So yeah, well, we could always just steal my idea from last week, which is make it Mario Kart. <laughs> and and well, just I, like it, I was thinking, the 
the uh the the like kind of the mascot of the ride could be some sort of like racing raced up like dragon character to go with the name <laughs> the mascot he's like this plumber with a big mustache and overalls i don't know i think he's really unique um, I do like, th- I like the idea, but I mean, we could throw in like three sections where like there, instead of having two tracks, there are three and the cars can kind of control which track they're on and there are power-ups you can get, but you have to make sure you're either in the center or on another one to get the right power up. And then you could use it to attack your opponents or boost yourself faster. One of the two, I just don't know how you would have this do the track switching. Yes, exactly. That's what was confusing me when I first began came like kind of thought of the idea which i really honestly just thought of today because i literally went oh crap i have to come up with a dragon thing welcome to every fucking i was looking looking at uh at at, uh, roller coaster stuff because of the time traveler over here oh yeah i I mean with me i was just like uh i guess i'll throw in a roller coaster we can do something with this i guess but yeah, I still, I really want there to be some way to do a legit, like, A, a legit racing roller coaster where you can really pass people and it really, like, slow people down and really have stuff like that. Because, like, that was my I, biggest disappointment. My, my the, like, it could be that, like, the, the part of the thing is you want it, you want it, like, I wanted it to be a race and I wanted it to kind of have an element of randomness to it. But also, you have to be able to control it because it's Vista and you want to be able to, like, influence the ride. But I also, you don't want to have, like, one set of cars go out and come in, like, ten seconds before the other one. Right. So there has to be Uh, stop gaps in place to prevent that from happening and keep it close without making it, like... So so there's still a thrill of, oh, we're going to win or we're not going to win. See, with me, like, that was the thing that disappointed me most about Tomorrowland Speedway was the fact that I was like, oh, hell yeah, go-karts! And then I walked over, I'm like, wait, those aren't, why aren't the go-karts moving in the right way? What's wrong with the go-kart? The go-karts got sick! And they're like, no, that's... Top speed of a seven. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, wait, there are how many people in line for this? Oh, it's and, about a 35-minute wait. Why? The crazy part about that is, like, I think at one point Tomorrowland and Disneyland had, like, three different tr- different tracks. Like, they had, like, a baby track for, like, real, real little kids. And then they had yeah. two adult, they had two, like, adult ones, basically. Then they were all like that. They, you went, they went seven. But but they literally had, say, had three. They or, they had, I want to say way. they had three at one time. Or they, I know they at least had a, they had two because that's how amazingly popular it was. Because in 1955, like cars had really only just hit mainstream popularity. Yeah, I didn't know cars came out in the 50s. <laughs> oh, Owen Wilson's old man. Wow. <laughs> wow, Kachow. fantastic. That's oh, why. Dude, that's uh, why Cars Three came out and he retired. Yeah. Man, I read about the plot of Cars 3, and it's kind of the worst thing that has ever happened. What do you mean? Explain. I just mean the I just mean the fact that I only read the plot, so I don't know the summary. But the movie is clearly setting up that Lightning McQueen should be passing the torch to this like younger, better driver that he's kind of coaching along. And at the end of the movie, he's like, No, I'm still going to race. Ka-chow, fuck you. I, I'm the star I, 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 of this fucking. I, I don't want. I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but like, I literally watched that movie and cried at the end. Oh, okay. And well, and it's you know what? it has 
the some of the graphics in that movie i have it sitting right next to me some of the graphics in that movie are literally where you look at it and you go no that's not computer animate that has to be real like they had to have filmed that and then Mm -hmm. put like computer cars on it like it doesn't look fake it doesn't look fake it doesn't look animated like at all it's insane like they're like puddles of water and then there's it's like a road some mud and puddles and you're like no that's real and then the cars shoot by and like the reflections are in the water and you're like no that's completely real that that i mean i know that was a cgi car but that was real that's how every part of that movie is The most hyper-realistic scene to me was when Mater started trying to sell people on Prilosec OTC. <laughs> He's, he and, oh, the best part about that is, so they make Cars 2, and Mater's like eight, like 97% of that movie, and I think in yeah. this one, he's in there for like three minutes tops. Yeah, that's what I read about the plot. I was going through it, I'm like, there's not a lot of Mater, which, you know, probably fixes a lot of problematic <laughs> issues with the film. Like, I think he, but, like, they have, a, they have a phone call, like a video Skype-type call in the middle, and then I think he shows up at the end to be a dick to Nathan Fillion, and that's about it. Which, by the way, we looked at the car that Nathan plays, and, dude, that's straight up if Nathan <laughs> Fillion was a car. I mean, that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Well, Mater's Mater's good to get a hold of you. It's good to get a hold of you, too. I want to talk to you about Prilosec OTC. I get a lot of heart, I get a lot of engine burn underneath my hood, and I always wash it down with a good old Prilosec OTC. Oh, dude, what fucking movie was it? Over over the carburetor. No, there's apparently in one of the Medea movies, Larry the Cable Guy has a cameo, and in the middle of his cameo, okay. he turns and starts talking about Prilosec. He's just like, it's good to meet you, Medea, and it's, it's like, good to know that I've always got Prilosec OTC in my pocket. There, wasn't there a thing with, like, Netflix shows where they were doing, like, really blatant product placement where, like, a, a person would be like, and I'm drinking Pepsi, and they like, turn to the camera... Like, like it's the fucking Truman Show or something? Wasn't that a thing in some of those shows? <laughs> like it's Wayne's, like it's Wayne's <laughs> world. We'll never sell out. <laughs> Here, take two of these. New print, little, yellow, different. <laughs> it's your choice. Exactly, and it's the choice of a new generation. So, Jim Murphy oh, is a fantastic, shit. fantastic episode, my sir. Where can they find you on the internet? Do you not want your challenge for next week? No, fuck you. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, because this is the in- uh, the internet theme park, I want you to make an attraction that is uh, either b- uh, based on or uh, about uh, memes. Oh, fuck. Yes, you have played into my wheelhouse. I know, it's Do the most not... unlike, it is the most Scotty Moore thing I've ever done. Do you not do where to this ride, my brother? Brother, do you not do where? It's the, oh my god. Okay, I'm, a little preview of next week, because I already know what it's going to be. It's the, it's the fucking haunted mansion, except it's a thousand happy dead memes. <laughs> No relevant ones. Like, you pass by a room and it's just two ghouls doing the bottle flip challenge. <laughs> okay. Refreshing glass of water. <laughs> so, so, Jim, yeah. where can they find you on the internet? 
Uh, I am on Twitter at apparently smart. Uh, obviously. Oh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, exactly. Based on what I just We're did, not clear, brain. Clearly, the, the smartest fucking people on the planet. Well, you I'm not clearly smart. Twitter. I'm apparently smart, like my mother always you said. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy my books on Amazon, guys. There's Quiesel Corp. Quiesel Corp Risen. BS versus the Gods. So many more to come. Make sure you are on the ground floor of how amazing I anyways. Uh, of course, always make sure to check out the other BS Network products, like a load of BS, uh, like Fight Boys, like all of our fantastic shows, ladies and gentlemen. And make sure to pick up your Opposite Attraction merch online at merch.aloadofpurebs.com under the Opposite Attraction section. And if you guys want to donate monetarily, you can do so to the entire BS Network over at patreon.com slash BS. And of course, make sure to go online to opposite-attractions.com and look at our entire backlog backlog of episodes. Check out our entire first season where I build our superhero theme park. And of course, all of the episodes before this, guys. I'm sorry, I gotta pee really bad. That's why I'm kind of like Eminem <laughs> rap godding this. I'm just like, how quickly? Alright, anyways, and of course, remember, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at show. That is spelled O-P-P. A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?